Hey, what's going on out there, Clipper people? It is me, William, the Opinion Update. And I am Positive Chuck Mockler. And we're your friendly neighborhood Clippers podcast. Oh, yeah. Just a couple of best friends and Clipper credentialed media folks. Bring you locked on clips five days a week. 7 a.m., Monday through Friday. Pacific time. Yes, Pacific time. But anyways, we got a heck of a show lined up for you today. We're going to kick things off with a preview of the upcoming matchup against the Blazers. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we've done pretty well in this matchup. Last game, I thought it was very convincing. Yes, and this uh, one, they're without Damian Lillard and Nurk. So yes. is this a trap game? I don't know. We'll talk about we'll it. We'll talk about it. We'll <laughs> talk about what we need to do well in that one as well as what could go wrong. Give you a couple of key matchups to take a look at. And then my favorite day of the week it's twitter tuesday oh yeah every single monday we ask for your questions on twitter that's at locked on clips thank you so much to everyone who sent those in ahead of time we'd love to hear from you uh if you'd ever like a chance to get your question featured on the show send it over to the at i already dropped it you know when to, you know when to send the question anytime yeah, yeah anytime but if you want it on the show Monday is, is probably the best. <laughs> uh, and then to wrap things up, we uh, got a wonderful question. About got a request. Pack, about the Pac-Div power rankings, which if you listen to the show. <laughs> it's the first one anyone's ever sent it. Chuck and I love talking <laughs> Pac-Div. If you want to hear more about the Div, just let us know. So we're going to talk about that. And then Shavings has kind of become 10-day contract watch. Yeah. So we're going to talk about the Malik Fitz situation as well as new addition Yogi Ferrell. Uh, so good stuff going on there. Before we get into it, though, got to let you know this episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Download the Locker Room app from the iOS app store and find one of the locked on rooms. Locker Room, changing the way we talk about sports. You are locked on Clippers, your daily Los Angeles Clippers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Okay, welcome to Clippers versus Blazers preview. Bit of maybe a playoff preview. If the playoffs started the day that we're recording this, which is Monday evening, the Clippers would play the Blazers in round one. Yeah, which it's a good matchup for the Clippers. Oh yeah, I was like, yeah, not for like a neutral fan or a Blazers fan, but for a Clippers fan for sure. Um, we mentioned it off top, but no Damian Lillard or Nurk for this one, which really changes what this Blazers team looks like. Sure, I mean, like, they still got some guys. I mean, CJ can step up. Norm Powell, I think, was a solid addition for them. Yes, uh, he can. we so know it, he can torch people. Yeah, they, I mean, it could be. We don't want to lull ourselves into a trap game. Exactly. Um, so what do we need to do well in this one to come away with the dub? We need to exploit the second-worst defensive-rated team in the league. Okay, fair it's enough. It's just like the... The Blazers, they just don't have a good defense. Yeah. And that I don't even think you can split hairs over that. It's just not a good defense. Yeah. Um, the Clippers just play their regular game, which is the best long-distance shooting team in the history of the league. The offense should come pretty easily in this one. Like, the... We started off with 47 in the first quarter the last time we played yeah. in early April. And that, it was pretty much over. I mean, it got within five points, I think, yes. a couple of times. But, uh, it, you know, it was more or less the, the end of that one. And 47 points in the first quarter might not happen again. But at this point, I'm not sure kind of what heights this offense c- can get to. Yeah. Scored 104 and three last game. Um, so, I yeah, let's just, just play the regular game. If we get in our own way with some stuff we're going to talk about later, it'll be hard. But, like, this is a bad defense against the best shooting team in the history of the NBA. So definitely, we should be able to put up 120-plus easily. Uh, I love it. I love it. Another thing we need to do well on the other side of the ball is guard the perimeter well. Yes. Uh, we held this team to 30% three-point shooting uh, in the last matchup there early in April. And 
it helped weather for what is for the Clippers a poor shooting night. Uh, we, <laughs> yes. We ended up shooting around 39%. Which a is, paltry 39%. Is solid for a team, but for the Clippers, you know. I, I mean, talked about this on Twitter a little bit. Um, this season of Clippers basketball is absolutely going to ruin our perception of what regular shooting is oh, yeah. next season. Oh, yeah. No, no, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, but like, that's a problem for next year's Chuck. Yeah, yeah. And while we did shoot 39% as a team, we did have some off performances. Kawhi was one of four. Morris was one of six. Batum was one of four. You know, some big three-point guys for us. And they have guys who can get hot from deep, from deep even yeah. without Dame. CJ, 40, like right around 40% shooter. Anthony doesn't take a lot of attempts. Your guy. He's right around 41%. You're pretty high on Anthony. I do. I, I yeah. like his game. Uh Mello up there, Covington, who had a little bit of a slump at the start of the year, but I think he's back up now to like 38 percentage mm-hmm. around there. Uh, Norm is like, you know, he's like mid 30s. And he's streaky. If he 30s. makes three in a row, like if he makes his first three shots, I'd be like, oh, God, we're getting 50 from Norm Powell. Yeah, I mean, he he was the highest scoring blazer last time we played him, 32 points. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, the ability is definitely there, but... Look, we got to force them to work for points. The Blazers attempt the lowest uh, percentage of their field goal attempts in the paint of any team in the entire league. Oh, wow. Uh, lower even than the Clippers, who take the second lowest percentage of their <laughs> field goal attempts. Battle of the juggernauts. In, in the paint. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, I, if if we force them to work for those, those points, I, I think they're really, really going to struggle. And then the other thing is, just keeping turnovers low. Yeah. Uh, we did a really solid job of this last game. We had 24 assists, only seven turnovers. And teams that really turn the ball over against the Blazers. So if we do this, it yeah. will be our fault. Yeah. No, definitely, definitely. They don't really have, like, the length, the personnel-wise to, yeah. Yeah, to, to really give the Clippers problems passing. Uh, so got to keep that ball moving and just, just avoid mistakes, you know? 100%. And what could go wrong is the offensive glass. We talked about that in the last matchup. Um, if they're able to establish themselves, this will be a harder game. Cantor is a beast on the boards. He, I mean, he had 15 last game, which is a lot. He was doing his thing down there. Um, and we're going to talk about this in the matchups, but like Zoo has to want to grab more than five boards. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, time. I the last time we, I predicted like a pretty strong game for Zoo, and that was um, that's not the case. He shot well. Yeah, he was like seven for twelve, but I think he only he only had like four boards. Um, he had five. Five, excuse me. Um. Yeah, but I mean, like, you put a note in here, like, Kawhi led the team with 12 last time. Yep. Which is odd, but I'll take it. Yeah, next closest was Batum with six. Yeah, Zoo's going to have to play sports in this one. Um, And they don't get a lot of defensive rebounds, but they're 12th in offensive rebounding percentage, so an above-average offensive rebounding team for sure. Yeah. Sixth in total offensive rebounds, so that'll be something to keep an eye out for. What else could go wrong? I, I I mean, I alluded to it a little bit in what we need to do well, but if we don't bring enough early defensive effort... Um, you know, it, it's no secret. Portland's best weapon is its offense. Uh, and while, you know, you're not going to completely stop it, of course, you got to make it difficult. You got to keep these guys out of rhythm. Yeah. Um, you know, they might be extra driven right now with Dame out to kind of keep the ship righted. Right. And they're still fairly firmly in, in, in sixth. You know, I, I think there's still at least there are a couple games, games up. up on the Mavs, right? I th- yeah, I think there's still at least two games up on the Mavs. So I would see them kind of, I mean, unless he's ultra ready to return, like, you know, giving Dame the time that he needs because they have a little bit of cushion there. Yeah. Um, but yet, I mean, that's, 
I don't know. This this could turn into a trap game if, if we don't bring that sort of defensive intensity early. Yeah, so like that's kind of the next note. I was like, is this a trap game without Damon Nurk? Only if the Clippers kind of want it to be. Exactly. Right? Yeah, like, definitely. This is a game that last year I think we'd be a lot more worried about. Yeah. But after what we've seen um, these last couple of games, I'm just like, I am honestly in the time that we've hosted this podcast, I've never been higher on the Clippers. I don't think. Wow. As these last couple, this last stretch. Wow. The team looks insane. Yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm trying not to get my hopes up. We've had multiple here. 50% from the field and 50% from three games this season. Yeah. And it's just like, I'm, I'm, I'm getting a little caught up. I will admit that, but I'm, I'm feeling pretty good about the clips right now. Um, key matchups, Zoo versus Cantor on the glass. Talked about it before. Um, just hopes. I think Zoo wants to assert himself in this scenario. It'd be great to see Zoo get a double double. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, I think just speaking of centers, Demarcus versus Second Ten Day. Oh, some of interesting. Fir- some of his first run came in that last Blazers game. He had seven four and two in seven minutes. Yeah, he was still in that negative. Oh, in get out of here. Plus minus. Get out of here. Uh, but I assuming with with Nurk being out, I'm I'm pretty certain that we'll see a little bit of Demarcus run in this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I hope that he can just take the like make the most of his opportunity. We'll see what happens. Find someone true with some of those great passes. I'm wondering who guards Kawhi and PG. Yeah, because I don't think it matters. Yeah, um, I mean Covington will be on one of them. Covington was on Kawhi for seven minutes of matchup time, and Kawhi went seven for eleven and had seven assists last time he was guarded by Robert Covington. Yikes! <laughs> uh, uh, so Dame and Powell split time on Paul George uh-huh. for around six minutes. Paul George went six for nine. Yeah. Like I'm not, and Dame is out. So Covington is going to probably have to guard both of these guys. At various times, yeah. At various times, which means that one of our other 40% plus three-point shoot, like, I think we could see, I think we could see another 2-1-3 game. Yeah, I think they combined for what, like 60-something last year? Yeah, it was insane. Um, Prediction for this one? Uh, I I mean, I just got to be honest, I, I don't see the Blazers unless the Clippers, you know, play a really poor game and that's not to take anything away from the Blazers, I really don't see them being able to get a victory. In yeah, this. their biggest offensive threat is out. Yeah. And it's just, yeah. Um, they're just out. I mean, this is just a really poor matchup for that team. Even yes, when they're at full strength. For sure. Um, Great call. So being down two starters, Clips know all too well, it's, it's really difficult. It can it's be really difficult to get it done. It's no good. Uh, coming up, we're going to be answering your fantastic Twitter Tuesday questions about everything from the schedule uh, to a pretty good nickname, honestly, for uh, Paul George and Kawhi. But first, we talked about it off top, but we got to give another shout out to the Locker Room app. It's the only live audio-only sports talk platform, free to download and use, talk to us, talk to other fans, talk to athletes and insiders in real time. Locker Room is perfect for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and reacting to breaking news. One more time, it's free, audio-only social media platform for sports fans. You can start or join ongoing conversations, react to the biggest news, rumors, and games, join in on the conversation with the whole Locked On Network, and have a chance to be featured on podcasts. That's fun. Yeah. Get your spicy takes featured. All you need to do is download the Locker Room app free in the iOS App Store, create a profile, link your Twitter account so they know you're legit and not some egg profile pic who's just going there to... uh, to wreak havoc to wreak havoc on a fun locker room and join the group follow at locked on nba to be notified when the room goes live make sure you come with your spiciest takes and after you've purchased or excuse me not purchased downloaded the free locker room app 
What yeah, you don't have to spend any money on it. What should they purchase? You should purchase some auto parts. You know that I love auto parts. The thing is, it can be so hard to find them. Rock Auto makes it very easy. With the ever-increasing number of makes and models, it's now impossible to stock all the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. So why endure the often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning yep. and wait while the counterman orders the parts on his computer, choosing the only brand his warehouse happens to carry? Why? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Rockauto.com is a family business. They've been serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. So go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or a daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. You can quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices that you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. So why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? No reason. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Big shout out to Rock Auto. Love those auto parts. Welcome to Twitter Tuesday. Hey. Everyone's sending questions in. We love it. Um, got a question from at Clippers247. Fantastic Clippers account. Go follow it. If you're listening to this pod, you're probably following them. But if you're not, go ahead and give them a follow. They asked, the likelihood of getting no more than three losses to reach 50 wins with these remaining games. Um, we got 13 games left. We got this Portland-Memphis back-to-back coming up. Then we play Rockets, Pels, Suns, Nuggets, Raptors, Lakers. Then to close the season, we we get kind of screwed. We got five games and eight nights. We go Knicks, Raptors, Hornets, Rockets, Thunder. Which losses, which game, and this is kind of a weird way to frame this, which of these games are you more confident that we lose? Uh, and I don't mean that in some dickish, like, we're going to win all these games kind of way, but it's an interest, it's a smattering of teams at different points in the season for sure. No, I, I mean, I'm, I'm with you. I'm picking up what you're laying down. I think we drop <laughs> one of Pels, uh, or not Pels, sorry, Suns, Nuggets, or Lakers. Uh, I think drop, that's a fair <laughs> assessment. We definitely drop one of those three. Uh, and then... So then there's two more we got to find on here, and I'm, I'm adding one rando. I'm adding one rando loss at the end. Maybe we lose the last game of the season to the Thunder for some dumb reason. Look, five and eight, I, I think that it's pretty... That's tough. I think it would be... Five games in eight days, I think it'd be pretty reasonable to assume that we would lose two of the games. Yes. Just based on pure... It's a rest issue. It's not a form issue. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that five and eight is what gets us, what gets us in trouble. But I will say this. I mentioned in the last segment, I'm very high on those Clippers. I wouldn't be shocked if we got to 50 wins now. Like, if we lose three of these games, that makes sense. I don't see us losing more than five of these. Yeah, yeah, probably not. Um, the thing that kind of makes gives me pause is we know Tyler's been wanting to ramp guys up. Yep. But, like, these last couple games, like, like Rockets, Thunder... How much ramping up do we want to see in those last? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, no, no, no. I, 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 I feel you. I feel you. Um, yeah, I, I, like that's. I guess that's just the biggest question mark for me is just looking sort of at, at what the rest looks like. Um, 
Because, you know, we're, we've kind of already gotten to the point where we're not really seeing one of Kawhi or Paul George on back-to-backs. Yes, um, which is good. And I think that they're, and we've talked about this a little bit, but there's sort of, a, to me, a difference in ramping up. And I guess I would rather see guys play, you know, the max safe amount of minutes. That they need to. In, in an appearance uh, versus... Like the like, last game. Like, if we would have yeah. kept PG and Kawhi <laughs> just PGN for that, that fourth quarter would have been like, okay, what are we doing here? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I mean, it's all contextual, right? Like, I mean, if you're kind of stomping a team, even if you'd like to see the minutes load higher, like, just just I, deal. What's with the it. point? Yeah, like, it's fine. Um. So yeah, I I think it's definitely I think it's definitely a possibility. It's I there. Think, I think going ten and three over the last thirteen games. I mean, I would be doable. I, you know, you're very high on the Clippers right now. I feel like I would be very also very very high on the clippers at that point if that's yeah how we you know ended this season for sure um great question from at clippers 24 7 we appreciate it at john hancock 95 not sure if he's related to herbie herbie or john hancock who would be a more valuable asset for a championship run a healthy pat bev or a healthy abaca we got a lot of questions kind of like this so we yeah. just picked this one because i saw it first off the list um i'm gonna go ahead and just say a healthy pat bev because at this point, interesting. Serge Ibaka, Justin Russo posted this on Twitter. When is, like, what the hell is the timeline for him coming back and ramping up to activity? There's 13 yeah. games left. No, no, I, I agree. It's um, it's a tenuous situation, but uh, I, I got to disagree with you. I, I think that it is Ibaka. Over Bev. I do, I do. And Bev, don't get me wrong. Oh, huge, no, yeah, huge we're not. difference yeah, yeah, maker. Yeah. I'm not saying... We're that. not Twitter on here. We're not saying one's <laughs> trash and one is... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying that, like, having Pat Bev wouldn't be a huge asset, but I look at the guard rotation with the drop-off that's been able I mean, to yeah. sort that's of fair. weather the storm without Bev for basically the entirety Hot of the NBA season. Better the storm. Whoa, that's a conversation <laughs> for later. Uh, but then you look at the drop off at the center position. It's Pat Patterson. Yeah, yeah. And uh, to me, that like you look at the matchups in the Western Conference. To me, that's a lot more glaring of a weakness. Yes, we might just end up going smaller. So that was my counter. Is like the counterpoint. We just go zoo and then just some great small ball. No, but when it's not working, it's gonna be really yes. bad for sure. No, that is true. And we got to deal with some size depending on when we play the Lakers. Um, but yeah, it's you got to deal with the Lakers. You got you might have to deal with the Nuggets. You might have to deal with the Jazz. Like there's a yeah. lot of teams who have a comp. Not that we don't have a competent, but there's a lot of teams with a really solid better than rotation. Patrick Patterson yes. as the number two. Yes. That's a very good call. And Boogie can't move anymore. Um, so it, like I'm not even like we're not going to see something where it's like wow Boogie's getting a whole mess of playoff minutes. <laughs> like that's not going to happen. He doesn't he physically. Fill, can't he doesn't move. fill what we need to yes. be at the five um, in playoff minutes. But I also think I think Bev will be back before Ibaka. He at least has a timeline, so I, I would say <laughs> yeah. you're probably probably right. This goes into a great question from at M underscore Bilal 35. Is being worried about Surge at this point irrational? Not at all, buddy. We haven't gotten any updates, and is there even a timetable? I mean, every answer to your questions are no. No, yeah. it's not. No, it's not irrational. No, we haven't really gotten any updates, and no, there is no timetable. Yeah. Um, so it's totally fair. We've been worried about sir. Like, yeah, no, I, I, this is a super legitimate question. You I forget hate. that he's on the team sometimes. I mean, I don't know about that, but a person who maybe like doesn't listen to a five day a week Clippers podcast. Yeah. That's but right. who likes the Clippers is probably like, Oh yeah, Serge is on the team, <laughs> right, which is totally fair. 
Yeah, it's know. it's been a long time. It's troubling that I mean, there's not really even any on court activity happening. So I don't know, man. I I don't know if I should just be bracing myself for no Serge Ibaka for this playoff run. I I truly do maybe not early know what to expect. Um, at Clipper Spencer with a pretty uh, morose question. What would be the most likely issue to cause a team to collapse in the playoffs again? Sorry mm. for the downer question, but as a longtime mm. Clippers fan, I need to prepare my heart for this possibility. Hot take. Don't even think about it, Spence. <laughs> Just don't even think about it. Uh, right? Yeah. I mean, like, I think... If, this, if Doc was still coaching the team, we would have a laundry list of things to be worried about. Yeah. But with Ty Lue at the helm, I'm like, man, if something's not working, we're going to see adjustments. Like, there hasn't been bad process kind of at all this season. I agree, but I think if you have a series where you have a couple of bad games from the shooting know, going back down to earth, yeah, ish, whatever our earth is for this Clippers team, yeah, but if you have a couple of less than like absolutely dominant performances from Kawhi and Paul George, I mean, like things are a lot closer, I feel like, than we really give them credit for, especially when you're looking at you know a, a top tier team in a seven game series. Uh, so I, so top I to your team that leads so like for me like if we get to the Western Conference Finals yeah everything's a crapshoot yeah basically yeah so like I like that we I mean play, are we talking early rounds like I don't know it's once again, so it's, collapse it's all, it's all matchup based I right? think collapse for me that maybe thinks that Spencer's talking about like last year type shit like a blowing a three one lead yes. kind of a situation like once again unless there were I mean like if this offense struggles to get going in the playoffs which I can't see it. I got to be honest, we've just ran so much more slow half-court offense. We play playoff offense, kind of. Um, like. But, you know, like, yeah, this... I'm not even going to mention health, because that that's a given for any no, team. No, of course, it's and a we're given, it's battling through it right team. now, yeah. It's, you know, it's it's not something you can really fully ever account for. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, we... I don't know, man. There were games where Kawhi and Paul George were both not stellar last year, and no, we can't get out of a. You cannot get out of a seven-game playoff series if both your stars aren't playing their best basketball. Thankfully, we got stacked shooters. We got stacked shooters, but like, good. I, I mean, like, we're not the only team. With no, shooters. we'll go as far as Kawhi and PG take us. Yeah, like that's the other thing too. Like that, yeah. that's a very good point. Um, we're gonna keep these questions going in the next segment because you guys sent us so many fantastic ones. But first, gotta give a shout out to Bet Online. Uh, it is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, actually, college basketball is over. Do not bet on college basketball. And the NHL are in full swing. Bet Online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV, real time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bet, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with promo code LOCKED ON. That's all cap letters, one word. One more time, that is betonline.ag. All right, so we're back and we got some more questions. Just couldn't get through them all. Thank you guys so much. Yes, absolutely. All right, so moving forward, what do we got here from Bronco Clip? Great yes, name. Bronco Clip, who may or may not also be a Broncos fan. I um, don't know. I don't know how you would guess. Maybe they're just a huge fan of a certain motor vehicle. Very uh, good guy. Anyways. <laughs> I love the Ford Bronco, and I love McClips. 
Who would be the best first round matchup for us considering the plan? Bronco Clip wants to know. I got to say, kind of where we're sitting right now. Dude, I mean, it's the Blazers. I, th I think the Blazers in the first round, uh, you know, not to be disrespectful to Portland or anything. It's I the think, Blazers. I think that's a cakewalk for this Clippers yeah, team. Yeah, I mean, it's five And I also, games, like, because of the like, Dame PG stuff from last year. I want it. Continued, I, I want to see it. I want it. Uh, I want to take the Blazers in four games, and I want Paul George to release a Portland Trailblazers colored. I want Paul shoe. George to release a child's colorway <laughs> of the of his shoes if we beat the Blazers. Just to be like, you know, just for kids, it's not that big a deal, you know, some for kids. Um, no, I, I think it's Blazers too. Um, it just they cannot hang with. There's not a lot of teams I think can hang with the Clippers in a seven game series. They it do gets, have they do have guards. Uh, sure. With, like I think like shifty high high volume guards, especially yeah. who can shoot from freaking anywhere, is yeah. a really dangerous proposition. Just not for seven games. I don't think and against no this defense team, against this team. Yeah, no defense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like um, at Arno and Hope Arno. First of all, hope you're doing good, buddy. Yeah, um, always great to hear from you. Shout out Arno. We might have to get uh, Arno if you're listening. I always think of uncut gems. Yes. I Arno, I don't know if that's disrespectful. I hope not. I don't think so. Love um, the movie, great character. Arno, if you're listening and you're trying to get a charity um, thing going on for this Rockets game on Friday, get at us at Larson Clips. Um, he asked over under on Rondo playoff minutes per game at 21 and a half. He says I think he was above that last year with the Lakers. He was. He was at 24 and a half minutes last year for the Lakers last season in the playoffs. What do you think? Over under for 21 and a half for Rondo. I think it's honestly probably right around that. I think it's probably the fifteen to or sixteen to twenty-two range. Okay, is what I would say. Um, <sighs> Twenty-five kind of seems like a lot. It, it will depend on Bev's availability. Um, I think in the first rounds it's over. I think in the first round it's we maybe see him a little more. Oh really? I guess I was seeing it maybe the opposite. Like he's totally fair. more later. Um, yeah, I don't know. He is. It's weird to figure it out because his minutes distribution now is odd. Yeah. Um, but we definitely got him for the playoffs. 100%, 100%. And if your argument for Rondo was playoff Rondo, your argument hinges on the Clippers winning the title. So good luck with that. But yeah, I I think, honestly, I think 21 and a half is actually, like, I think 20. I'd maybe take the under, I guess. Because I think overall for every round, I think 20 is where he'll be at. Oh, all the way through. Yeah, probably something like that. Like I said, like 16 to 22 is what I would see him Because we also, like, there's these new wrinkles that we don't know that Ty has. And those that's actually a possibility this season, as opposed yeah. to last year. Yeah. Um, Michael Hashimoto asks, on a scale of 1 to 10, how worried are you guys about this? He's referencing free agency. Michael's probably at about a 7. All signs point to Kawhi returning, but I think I have some irrational fears. Help Clipper Nation feel better. Um. Honestly, like... Part of this is just my own thing where, like, I just can't worry about free agency right now. I'm like, we're in the thick of the season. Uh, you know, we just need to see what happens. I am kind of of the opinion, uh, and maybe it's bullheadedly so, that regardless <laughs> of what happens in this playoffs, I think Kawhi's staying. I think that yeah. he has a We made all the changes he wanted. He wanted higher basketball IQ. We brought in an entirely new coaching staff. We brought in Rajon Rondo. Yeah. Like, I And I've said this before on this podcast, but, like, to me, Kawhi coming here was never about rings, right? It wasn't about him like wanting to add to the trophy case. Yes, it was about him wanting to come to a team that he followed when he was younger, uh, very close to home, 
and a team that he is, for all intents and purposes, the biggest star who has ever played for the franchise, meaning yeah. that, you know, like what Kawhi says goes. Yeah, I and mean, I, very and evidently. And, and I mean, like yeah. that, you know, that's not a situation. We've all, you and I both waited a long time for those post game pressers. You yeah. Know what I'm I, I mean, like, that, that, it's just, it, it's not a situation that you're going to get, at, at, you know, at a lot yeah. of other franchises. And, you know, he's a hard guy to read, so maybe I could be wrong and I'll look like an idiot. But from where I'm sitting right now, like, I got to be honest, I don't see a situation, considering what we know about Kawhi, that he would rather be in. Yeah, and I think I wouldn't even say that Kawhi is hard to read because there is nothing to read, right? Like, so you, you can't even worry yourself with that because yeah. it's like he doesn't. He's not going to. He's not dropping breadcrumbs. He's about not where tweeting he's going the next. eyes emoji. Yeah. He's not like he's not deleting a team from his social media header. Like, yeah. we just have no idea. Definitely, the Definitely. man sits on a floating cloud inside of an all-white room. I imagine is what he does. Um, you think he's staying though? I think he's staying. Yeah, I after this year, and like you look at what the team's done this year, and it's like, all right, so we're pretty much running it back for the most part yeah. with basically everybody next year. Yeah, and this team was the best out shooting. Like right, like so the the only the pieces are there for a championship. The only drawback, right, is like. If for whatever reason it comes out later that he didn't like something about this team, we're kind of locked in in terms of contracts as to like what we can do and, and, and where oh, yeah. we can kind of move for the next couple of years. So that would be the only thing where like if it comes out later, like, oh, yeah, I hated playing with these guys or like whatever. I mean, that's, you know, that's something that we but I don't expect that at all. I, I don't for Yeah, like I, I'm not I don't think that that's going to happen, but that would be the only thing that like. Truly, if he doesn't like playing on this team, this team is what this team is going to be probably for the next two seasons at least. Oh, yeah, for sure. But I think he likes it all. He's laughing. Yeah. He's rocking the sweatsuit. He's feeling comfortable. Um, at the MIG Zone asks, if Curry and Clay are the Splash Bros, does that make uh, Kawhi and PG the Corn Bros? Because of the, cor the Corn Bros? Oh, I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at that either. I'm not mad at it. I like the the two one three nickname just works so well. Yeah, it does. It does. I think it'd be really funny if uh, the rest of the team all got shirts that said the first Kawives Club. Oh, <laughs> whoa! Great movie. Whoa! Uh, I think it'd be a very funny reference. Should that be the next T-shirt? <laughs> like, dude, the the first Kawives Club. That's absolutely destroying my brain right now. That I love is, the movie. That is so. I don't. Even, I've never even seen the movie. <laughs> I bet there's a scene where they're drinking white wine, though. <laughs> Look, the cast is incredible. Bette Midler, Goldie Hawn, I don't, Keaton. We've got... All, this is a great idea. Let's write it down. It's a little off the rails right now, but let us know if you'd want a first Kawives Club <laughs> t-shirt. Man, that is a fantastic... That is uptown all the way. Um, do Boys Love 3, which might be named after the small town in Wyoming. Not sure where my father's from, but we'll, who knows? Um... You're not sure where your father's from? No, I am sure that's where my dad's from. I'm not <laughs> sure if this is in reference to Dubois. Gotcha. I don't know how many Clippers fans are in Dubois, Wyoming. Yeah. Um, they or maybe it's, it's not Dubois. Maybe it's Dubois. Well, it's Wyoming, so it probably is Dubois. But they're like your last name Dubois. But like W E B Dubois. Yeah, it's like how like my girlfriend's last name is Cannon Gator, and someone's like, "Well, it's actually German, so it should be Cannon Guider." I'm like, "They're from Wyoming. It's Cannon Gator in Wyoming." <laughs> Um, they said, this is a you question, not a Clippers question. Okay. 
which I honestly got a little terrified when I read that first sentence on Twitter. Um, they said, but when are the Pactive power rankings coming back? Well, good news, uh, do boys love three? They're back right freaking now. LFG, boys. Um, <laughs> LFG. Pactive standings as of this recording. The Phoenix Suns are in first place with a record of 40 and 16. The Clippers are in second place only because we've played three more games than the Suns. We mm-hmm. are 40 and 19. The Lakers are in third place, 35 and 22. Golden State Warriors hanging around 28 and 29. And then the Sacramento Kings, 23 and 34. One and nine in their last 10 games. Oof, rough go. Remember Suns, when they had that streak going? Sun, that was insane. Suns and Clippers both eight and two in their last 10. Lakers and Warriors both five and five. I'm putting the Clippers up top. Love it. Number one in the Pactive Power Rankings. Yeah. We've played more games. We ju- It just looks great right now. And I'll put the Suns number two because the Suns are having maybe one of, I mean, their best season in a very long time. So It's I, hard I, to deny how good the Suns are. I got to agree with you. I, I do think the Lakers or the Clippers are looking like the best team in the Pacific Division right now. But I would have to actually put the Lakers when fully healthy at two. Um, yeah, I uh, unfortunate sort of turn of events for their season so far. Yeah, I just there's not a lot of teams that they won't steamroll with a fully healthy LeBron. Agreed. LeBron yeah, James and Anthony Davis for sure. Um, so if you're going off of like as currently constructed, I could see why you wouldn't put the Lakers too. Yeah, at full health, I'll put them at two B. That's fair. That's fair. Because Vogel's also like I hate to say this, but I mean. Vogel's coached his ass off in this stretch. Defensively, they're still one of the best teams in it's the league. Insane. Like without these two guys, which is just kind of nuts to think about. And then I mean, it's pretty. I mean, Warriors four because yeah. Steph Curry is. I mean, dude, I'm so tired of Twitter because people are pretending that like, for what Steph Curry's done to the Clippers, obviously rough. Yeah, but the man is one of the best point guards of all time. Yeah. It's kind of wild how people are pretending he's not. And then the Kings, I mean, they get... They it's get. crazy just how, I don't know, how short our memories are sometimes. Like, I feel like yeah. the, the Warriors have had some terrible injury luck, a couple of less than st- stellar seasons, and it's like, okay, so we're going to forget that this was at one point the most dominant team of and, all time. Yeah, and the way that AI kind of changed the game for point guards, the modern version of that is Curry being like, oh, hey, point guards can shoot. 40 whatever percent and he's the Except best for, like, shooter he need of all the time ball in his hands yeah to like to be effective on the court i don't know like he's, and he's the best shooter of all time yeah anyway we're getting too far and then the king's just dead last sorry kings they're never every year out. i'm like this is going to be the king's year and every year it is not how do you think king's fans feel i don't know i'm sorry didn't mean to bring that up i'm not trying to rub, <laughs> not trying to rub it in <laughs> we, we hope they can figure it out what they need to do is fire their dumbass coach yes um Closing out uh, this episode, the Clippers won't be bringing Malik Fitz back after this 10-day contract. Law Murray tweeted this out Monday morning, and shortly after this, the team announced that Yogi Ferrell will be joining the team. What's up, Yogi? Hey. Hope hope it's a good time. Yeah. Not sure when the playing time really comes into play. Yes. If you will. Yeah. But, hey, we got Yogi. Every time he gets a steal, can we say, got another picnic basket? Yes. Hell yeah. Let's hope they do. <laughs> um, yeah, excited to see what he can do with his 10 day. 10 days. I love how many 10 days the Clippers have this year. This is fun. <laughs> I don't know about fun, but it uh, it is interesting. I'm riding the wave, man. Um, that wraps it up for us today. Wednesday's episode, we're going to have a recap of Clippers versus Blazers. 
preview of that second night of a back-to-back versus the Memphis Grizzlies. Always kind of some trouble there. And then whatever else happens between now and then in Clipperland, which might be a lot. We don't know. Will, where can these people confess that they've listened to us? You can confess that you've listened to us uh, on iTunes or the podcast that was a weird one. app. Yeah, it, it was a weird one. Uh, you, we're also on Google Podcasts. We're on Spotify. We're on Stitcher. We're on Deezer. You can always tell your smart speaker to play Locked on Clippers. It works flawlessly. As we mentioned up top, we come at you Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. Pacific. We'd love to have your listen. Thanks for coming by. We absolutely would. I have been Positive Chuck Mockler. And I am William the Opinion Updike. We appreciate you.